It's great to be here with you this morning. Um, my husband and I have been looking forward to this. I'm sorry that he and our son could not be here. Um, they are at home recovering from illness, as many are these days. Um, but it's great to be here with you to talk about, um, to share a little bit about WMU, um, what's going on in the life of WMUV these days here in Virginia, um, and ways that we invite you to plug in to the ministry that's happening um, in our state and in here in your community in Roanoke um, and across the world. Um, we're excited about all that God has uh, laid before us and, and all that we are able to be a part of. And we just um, want to involve as many folks in our state as we can um, in this exciting time. If you'd like to follow along with our text this morning, I'll be reading from the book of Exodus, chapter 34, verses 29 through 35. Hear now the word of the Lord. When Moses came down from Mount Sinai with the two tablets of the testimony in his hands, he was not aware that his face was radiant because he had spoken with the Lord. When Aaron and all the Israelites saw Moses, his face was radiant and they were afraid to come near him. But Moses called to them, so Aaron and all the leaders of the community came back to him and he spoke to them. Afterward, all the Israelites came near him, and he gave them all the commands the Lord had given him on Mount Sinai. When Moses finished speaking to them, he put a veil over his face. But when he entered the Lord's presence to speak with him, he removed the veil until he came out. And when he came out and told the Israelites what he had been commanded, they saw that his face was radiant. Then Moses would put the veil back over his face until he went in to speak with the Lord. Our text this morning, when I first read it, seemed to have a note of deja vu. I feel like we've been in this place in Exodus before. The Israelites are wandering around at the base of Mount Sinai. Moses has just come down. Moses has gone up to meet with God and then come down. He comes down after 40 days and 40 nights on the mountain, and he shares with everyone what God has told him. There are stone tablets. We've seen all of this before. But this story, this text this morning, isn't just a telling or even a retelling of what we know as the Ten Commandments. It's, a, it's kind of a take two, if you will. It's a second chance. It's a new opportunity um, for the Israelites to hold up their end of the covenant that God has given. Now, after the people initially hear these instructions and commands, they respond by saying, Oh, we will do everything the Lord has commanded of us. We're going to obey. But it only takes a short time for that eagerness to fade and for those, um, those folks to build that infamous golden calf that we all know um, and to worship that in place of God, of this one God who has commanded them to worship him alone. Now we could spend our time this morning bad-mouthing those Israelites about how they fell into idolatry and and sin, and, and they uh, broke this covenant that they had made with God. They promised to obey, and then they didn't. But if we get stuck there, I fear that we'll miss a greater message, because I think that there's a message in this text that ties into this, this theme of love that WMU has and this theme of grace. Now let's be reminded as we look further that the Israelites, they are God's chosen people, but they are still human. They are seeking something or someone to worship, to follow, to believe in when all of this happens. Humans today continue to be seekers, do we not? 
Moses spends 40 days and nights with the Lord on Mount Sinai, and then he returns to tell the people about the covenant again. It's the second chance piece. Scripture tells us that his face had become radiant because he had spoken to the Lord. Moses was so transformed by being in the presence of holy God that his countenance was changed. I'm reminded of the first part of a verse in Matthew, let your light shine. So what did Moses tell the people once he came back down to them? Just as before, he laid out this covenant that God had given to them. The fact that God is still willing to, give, to have the Israelites as his chosen people in spite of their humanness, this is a message of love and of grace. Moses gets to share this message with the Israelites. The message that God wants to be their God not based on their perfection or their imperfection, not based on any circumstances, but solely based on their identity as God's creation and God's people. You know, still today, I believe that there's a message of grace that God wants to communicate to his people. There's still a need for people, us, to spend time in the presence of holy God and to live out our lives as a reflection of his grace and his love as Moses did. Debbie Mewvie's mission statement is to help every person join Jesus Christ where he is at work in the world. We encourage people of all ages um, to, around our state to let God's light shine as they deliver a message of God's grace and love to the world. We want adults and students and children all to be, like Moses, a reflection of grace. In recent years, WMUV has witnessed this beautiful partnership that has happened between the Roanoke Valley Baptist Association, including many of you here at Calvary, and Standing Rock Reservation. Um, two years ago, in 2008, I got to go with one other member of our staff um, to check it all out and to see what this was all about. And we brought that back um, to WMUV and since then have been working to make that, to expand that partnership, to see what else can Virginia do? How can other folks in Virginia plug in to this mission opportunity? So we've worked with Bob and Judy Hetherington and with Pastor Boots and Jackie Marsh out on the reservation to explore ways that Virginia Baptists could be part of this powerful ministry. The excitement spread as time went on. Items were collected, jumpers and jams were made, Money was raised, and in the summer of 2009, 300 Virginia Baptists, 150 from here in Roanoke and 150 from elsewhere, joined together to go out to the Dakotas to minister to our Native American friends. The folks that went let their light shine to the Sanding Rock Reservation, and they delivered a message of God's grace to folks who were there. Um, as you all know, this is a great intergenerational mission opportunity for everyone. There truly is a place for all of us in this. One of our prayers for the Standing Rock um, partnership has been for God to call one or two people out to be venturers. Venturers are folks who commit to um, periods of service of six months to two years. So these individuals would go and live on the reservation um, with Boots and Jackie and spend their time helping to expand that ministry there. So many good things have come from these week-long stints that we've had um, for several summers now, and we're looking at how that might go one step further. God is answering this prayer. 
Plans are in the early stages for two individuals from Virginia, um, two women, to go um, hopefully this year and, and move in and take their things and be there to minister to our Native American friends. We're really excited about that potential of having two additional people in more of a long-term role to help build those relationships that are being built um, to be a reflection of grace at Standing Rock. There are events that WMUV is very, uh, considers very important and spends um, time doing. We sponsor events to, that are designed to engage people in the mission of God in the world. Adult women, um, all adult ages, are invited to come to Women's Getaway at Eagle Irie in November. Um, for our younger children, for grades 1 through 5, girls are invited to come for Mom and Me. They bring their moms and have a weekend together. And then for students, for middle and high school girls, they're invited to an event called Shine. Um, Shine is a mission-focused retreat that we hold at Eagle Irie. And through powerful worship and interactive Bible studies and also breakout sessions, girls are really encouraged to be whoever it is that God is creating them to be. And they learn that each of us is called to be a missionary, even though that might look different from person to person. Girls are challenged to plug into places where they can serve God in their very communities. Shine is not only for teenage girls, it's also partly planned by teenage girls. Um, We are passionate about leadership development at WMUV. We want to develop and raise up children and students who who have leadership gifts and help them plug into the world. A handful of women, young women, are selected each year to serve as Virginia State panelists Um, They serve as role models and leaders for other girls around the state. Um, They're between the ages of 15 and 18, and those are the girls that help to plan Shine for other middle and high schoolers. They also assist with the leading of it as well. WMUV is committed to developing leaders in Virginia who are going to be bold enough to let their light shine. Aside from state panelists, teenagers also have the opportunity to serve as leaders in training, or LITs, at Crossroads, which is WMUV's Camp and Conference Center um, out in Lowesville, Virginia. Uh, LITs are male and female um, teenagers who are 14 to 18 years old, and they assist counselors in the cabin during their week at camp. They also get to lead devotions for younger campers. Um, They work together to plan and lead a worship service for the entire camp. And they have a special leadership-focused Bible study during the week that they take part in. Our leadership role for children is called Outstanding GA. GAs are Girls in Action. Um, And this is for 5th and 6th grade girls. Um, And these girls share their various commitments in um, different ways throughout the state. They share their testimony um, at both at annual meeting in November as well as at Mom and Me in front of all the other children that are there. Some of these are just ways that um, WMUV is, is encouraging leadership development among the younger generations because we feel that that's very important. WMUV and Virginia Baptist Mission Board have joined together in tackling the hunger pandemic in our world as well. Um, we have decided that instead of trying to be all things to all people, we're going to dig a couple of deep channels, and hunger is one of those that we're really going to focus on for the long term and really um, try to make a difference in that. There's a lot of great work that's already happening in churches and associations and agencies 
um, around the state, and we just want to be able to enhance that. We want to provide resources that are necessary um, and to facilitate networking among all that's happening to really make a difference um, in the area of hunger. There's a, a clear immediate need that's being met through food pantries um, and food assistance programs. Um, and WMUV is looking at how we might take that, again, one step further, dig a little bit deeper, um, and encourage both individual and systemic change. The goal is to get, give people bread for life while we're sharing Jesus as the bread of life. Each of these, though, I could sit here and tell you more about the different things that we have going on, different programs and ministries, um, but there really are stories behind each one. Um, if any of you have been to Crossroads, you know just the beauty of that place. Um, there are hundreds of children that go to Crossroads each summer and spend time there, and their lives are transformed. Um, there are individuals from around our state who use Crossroads throughout the year for retreats and conferences, um, and their lives are changed as well. You truly are removed from all the distractions of the world. You can't even get a cell signal anywhere on camp. Um, and everything melts away, and you can really focus on a relationship with God there. Um, those of you who have been to Standing Rock, you know as well that um, that mission is about so much more than, um, than numbers or programs. It's about people. You know, we could go around the room, and anyone who's been, I'm sure you could give me the names of people um, who, who your life was touched by while you were there. I remember a little boy um, crying one day. He was probably eight years old, and, and someone on our team went over to him and asked him what was wrong, and he was hungry. His tummy hurt. He didn't have any food. That's a story that you don't forget. That's a face that you don't forget. Um, WMV is something that's very close to my heart because um, it's been a part of my life for as long as I've been here on this earth. Um, I grew up in Mission Friends and GAs and Actines and everything that WMV offered, um, my church participated in, and I did, and it impacted and shaped who I am today. Um, I was a camper at Crossroads back in the day, um, and that was where I first learned what it meant to follow Jesus, to be in a relationship with him, um, and that's where I sensed a call to ministry, and there's so much good that has come from um, just my experience there. And then I served on staff there for a number of summers. Um, and all these years later, I'm, I'm now getting to see things from the state level, from the office, from the background of what happens and where things go. So there really is transformation that God is doing through the WMUs and Women on Mission in various churches, um, through the Actines and GAs and Youth on Mission and Children in Action and Mission Friends and all of these different things. Um, there really is a place for everyone. So I encourage you um, to check out our new website at WMUV.org um, to see more about what's going on and ways that you can plug in. Um, you can, if you're on Facebook, you can become a fan of us on there. Um, or just contact our state office, contact one of our staff, and we'd be glad to help plug you in to the ways that God is working and ministering through WMUV. We would love to help you discover ways um, that you can be a part of this, that you can let your light shine, that you can um, take what you, what you gain in God's holy presence and live out something with that um, to be a reflection of love and grace of our holy God to a world that is in need of it. Amen.